Sarah Mason from the Herald and Modcast. Jake Esso from the Herald and Modcast with Creative Cow. And we are here with James Nyehouse, who is responsible for A Beautiful Planet, which is the IMAX film shot on Canon, uh, which was shot from space, believe yeah. it or not. Space, the International <laughs> Space Station. That little, that yeah. small little fact. Small yeah. little detail. Yeah. It's in yeah. freaking space. Yeah. yeah. What, so. what an incredible undertaking. Well, it's it's it is. It's been a, a, a real treat working with Canon on this project. This is our first film to shoot completely digital in space. Uh, when we came back to NASA, this being being our seventh IMAX space film, okay. uh, we came back to NASA. They said, "Well, you can't fly film anymore. What are you going to do?" Yeah. <laughs> and so we had to come up with an alternative. And what I did was was uh, went out and, and found the the top end cameras on the market at the time. This was 2012, and uh, tested them against an IMAX film camera. Oh, okay. And, wow. and what came out of that was the, uh, a couple of choices, but one of those was the C300. The, mm-hmm. the 500 wasn't out at point time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the C500 came out, I redid the tests and found that that was the camera for us. Why? Uh, it just looked more film-like than any of the rest of the cameras. Uh, I like the color. I like the low-light capability. Uh, I like the user-friendliness of it. Some of, some of those other cameras are user-hostile. Uh, so, you know, you don't want to give a camera to an astronaut that they can get lost in. You know, if you've got a million menu choices and you have to wait through this menu to get to that menu... It's time-wasting, and that's the most important factor on orbit is time. Right, because you're actually directing. They're, they're using the camera. They're using the camera, yeah. I'm the only DP in the world that has to train his first unit how to shoot a film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, we, we have to make sure they understand the camera and that they it's easy to use. And, you know, once you get, once you get the buttons down, once they get the buttons down... It's just a matter of the aesthetics. Talk about that a little bit. What was the process in terms of training? And can you just like elaborate more on the user friendliness? Because I know for our audience in particular, I mean the cow audience, there's a lot of professional media professionals there. Our audience, there's a lot of folks who do YouTube content, Comic Con stuff, and they are always looking for user friendly. User friendly. One of the things I liked about the Canon cameras, it was very easy to repurpose buttons. Okay. Uh, if we found there was a function that the crew needed all the time, we'd just program an external button for it rather than having to go into the menu cool. and, and find that. So like uh, black balance, we, we programmed one button for it on the front, boom, you're done. You don't easy, have to wait. In, yeah. Okay. Uh, same with card initialization. You know, all, one oh, button wow, for yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to go searching you run through into things. That problem yeah. <laughs> Where was that stupid thing in the menu? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh my god. So, you know, if you say five or ten minutes here, if you're shooting over fifteen months, you know that could be a lot of time. Right. So any any time you can take anything simple like that, make it even more simple, uh, that much the better. Yeah. Uh, the, the, they also NASA flies the the Canon BP nine fifty five batteries. Uh, they they also fly the XF three hundred five, so that's what powers that camera. But they use those BP nine fifty fives in their work lights. They use them on power tools. They use them on almost anything. So there was a ton of these batteries already on orbit. So we had our power supply already there. Wow! Big big savings yeah. in, in flight certification. And because we recorded on Codex four K on RAW. Right. Uh, I had Codex build me a, a, an adapter plate that the that the recorder went on, plug two BP 955 batteries on the bottom of that plate, 
and power the uh, the, the uh, codex from that. So now I've, I've got a complete camera with three batteries and a ton of backups on board. Oh, that's great. And it was it was a no-brainer. Talk a little bit about the catalyst for the film. I mean, what an it's incredible vision, no pun intended, it's, but, like, seriously, I mean, how did that come about? Years, years ago, we made our first space movie, the first time we flew an IMAX camera in space, 1984. We, we got all these beautiful images back of the Earth, and it just it blew us away. We said, wow, this is just amazing. Let's, maybe we should make another movie with just looking at Earth. Okay, so and that was a long time ago. That was in 1984. <laughs> yeah. we, did, we made that movie, finally, after the Challenger accident, and, and NASA recovered from that. Uh, we made a movie called The Blue, Pla- Blue Planet. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, we're familiar with that. And, yeah. and, and it, was, it was a fair success, and that, that's 25 years later. And we said, well, maybe it's time to, okay, re-look at the planet from space. Uh, and... Who really kicked it off? Upgraded technology. Upgraded technology. (laughs) We've got a space station. We can have the cameras up there for longer than 10 or 12 days Mm -hmm. at a time, which is what the shuttle flights were. So now we've got opportunity to film things on Earth. Also, the the station flies at a latitude much higher than shuttle ever went. So now, you know, shuttle, we might be able to get Atlanta, uh, Washington, D.C., maybe on some instances, that sort of latitude. But with, with station, it flies all the way up nearly as far north as Moscow. So now we're covering much more of the Earth. So wow. it's a much better platform for looking at the Earth uh, from space. So that really made a big difference. And being there for 15 months well, yeah. able us to well, get things we never that. got before. What were the dailies like? How do you handle <laughs> something <laughs> like get that? You know, how do you do dailies? Dailies uh, come down basically on, on cosmic Internet. Okay. Uh, okay. They have a they have a KU band uh, communication system on the on the space station, and it just it relays to a relay satellite, and then back down to the Earth. So basically, every day they'd shoot something to stick in the computer. It'd yeah. come down the next day, goes through the NASA sorting facility and mm-hmm. at Johnson Space Center, and then wow. they would put our material on a secure server, and we'd just go on the server, pull it off. So in wow. a couple of days, we'd have dailies. That was one of the other reasons for choosing the C five hundred is it also recorded to a CF card, uh, a 1080 proxy. At the oh, same okay. time, we put out 4K out the back. Oh, cool. So now we could just stick you the just proxies want, yeah. in there, downlink right. it, and not worry about the 4K. And that came down on, on a space uh, SpaceX Dragon return vehicle. Oh, so my the, goodness. Uh, the um, uh, 4K data, the SSDs from the Codex, would fly down, we'd back them up, turn everything around, and fly them back, which worked. Wow. Which worked just fine until SpaceX had an accident last summer, mm-hmm. and they quit flying. Oh, no. So now all of our material was stuck in orbit. All what? of our 4K was stuck in orbit. So we had to figure out a way with Codex and NASA to hook the, the, the recorder up to one of their uh, PC computers with an Ethernet cable and drag the data kicking and screaming off of the recorder onto a hard drive on that computer... And then that whole other process took place where it would go and come down through the satellite into Houston into us. That's like the real Martian movie. It was was pretty much like that. So, you know, if if we had been shooting film, our movie would have been over because it would have been all stuck on orbit. We couldn't get it back. We couldn't stick it in that pipeline and bring it down. Uh, 
because we're shooting digital, we were able to do that. And we brought a terabyte and a half down. It took six weeks of work. A terabyte and a half. To bring that. We shot, we shot over 11 and a half terabytes for this movie. What? Wow. Where did you we, store it on, by the way? Well, it all came down. It all yeah. got down. Like, uh, what we didn't talk about was we flew the 1DC. Uh, not because of its 4K video recording abilities, uh-huh. because of of the full-frame 35 sensor, and we shot still images at four frames a second. And then in between, and integra- er, uh, interpolated back up to 24 frames from that four-frame-a-second material. So we've got 24 frames per second at 5.2K from, from the uh, 1DC of all of our Earth images. So anything you see in the film of Earth is all still images, uh-huh. That's converted into full motion. Wow! And that we shot. They shot over a quarter million still images. Wow! At, at 25 megabytes a pop, you do that number, and you'll see how the data works. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, and I'm trying. I mean, I feel like you picked the right company to work with for this because I don't see how you could have done all of that with yeah. another. Yeah. The, how, what was it like working with Canon? And, and when you went to them with this, what did they oh. say? Were they like, yeah, no, or yes? Can, Canon, <laughs> Canon has been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, from the very beginning, from when uh, the, the 1DX first came out, I, I sort of had this idea of, of the four frame a second still images. And, and the 1DX was fast enough to shoot. It was a full frame sensor. Was it a full frame sensor then? I don't think it was. It was. Uh, 1DX is a full-frame sensor, mm-hmm. so I'm going, wow, that's a that's a pretty good size image, and 5.2K, so maybe we can, so we did some tests to see if it actually worked, and then the 1DC came out and had the 4K video capability, and I said, well, that's a great backup, yeah. and it's a little faster recording system, so it, it just, it they were great. They give me the cameras. I could test them, you know, put them through the rigors. Uh, the glass, I mean, the, the cinema primes, we flew the 14 mil and the 24 mil cinema prime for the 1DC. Uh, and were just gorgeous lenses. I mean, the contrast was great. Really made those earth images pop. And uh, just, I mean, C- Canon could not have been more helpful That's great. for this whole thing. Where can we see the film? I know that it, it, uh, it's premiered. it premiered in April. It premiered April 16th in, in New York. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, our narrator, was there. That's and, right. And, oh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. It's cool. Uh, but then uh, it opened in wide release on April 29th. Okay. Uh, I was just in London last week and opened it in the U.K. So uh, it's it's kind of worldwide. Uh, we're Right now we're making a Mandarin version, uh, oh, narration yeah, really? version. So it will be, you know, China and, and around. Great. But uh, IMAX theaters. Okay. Okay. Uh, California Science Center in, in Los Angeles. Cool. That's it's where, where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's where to see it. And uh, you know, most of the IMAX institutional theaters are playing playing the film. Uh, right. Both Smithsonian Air and Space Museums, uh-huh. the one on the Mall, and the one out at Dulles are playing it. Uh, Kennedy Space Center's playing it. Uh, you know, so it's it's available. Thirty. I think there's about thirty-eight theaters right now. Okay. And what's really interesting is this past weekend we were number twenty-five top-grossing screen on thirty-five screens. What? Oh, congrats! 20, that's congratulations. You know, that's, yeah. that's like, how do you do that? Good question. You're making a great film, I <laughs> say. Uh, say with great content. How do you shoot up space? Yeah. Shoot yeah. space? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Cool. So, so what's next? What's next? 
Well. Because uh, how are you going to top this? Yeah, I, I don't know how I'm going to top this. <laughs> we've, we've got a few things. I've got a few things out there. You know, I'm a freelancer, so I can yep. take what's what I want to. But, I, you know, Canon's got some interesting products I want to play with and, and uh, a few things that I'm doing. So. Yeah, and we're going to hear all the, about that. Yeah. Coming up next. <laughs> up next. Yeah. Well, thank you very yeah, much. Thank you. We really Enjoy appreciate your time. Uh, <laughs> cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.